Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And welcome to Dice the Roll, the queerest Pathfinder podcast on the planet, where it's the hard questions like, is it immoral to keep a mortal as a pet, even if they're really cute? That's going to the kink territory. <laughs> no, no, no. Yes. Hear me? Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. Let's, yeah. say you are, let's say you are a dragon, and you you find a puny human, and this human, um, they, they have no adventuring party, they have no gold, really, you should just kill them and get them out of their misery. But they just they just look at you with these big wet eyes and they like stammer a little bit and you're like, ah. And you, you get them like, you get them some food. And you that know- sounds like that sounds like the start of a love story. Yeah, honestly. no, Gary, it's not. Thing, it's not romantic. The, the, no, that's you are, like you're straight exactly up. like describing like kink and also like fifty no. different Otome games. Yeah, no, actually, no. you are, you actually genuinely are. <laughs> you literally like, are. No, is, yeah, because because you just take care of him. It's not like a weird thing. You're just making no sure one you are making weird. it a weird thing. You're making sure he doesn't like grow up sickly. Like it's a it's a harsh world out there. People, what? Is he your people son? People get killed by other dragons all the time. And you, well, no, he's not your son because you're. How free. old is this person? Twenty-five. That's not a son. That's a man. Exactly. He's your pet. He's That's him. what? Would you like to play some Pathfinder? <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. <clears throat> there is a hill. It was raining earlier. The smell of Petricor is still fresh in the air and the ground under that strange muddy grass squelches under your feet one moment that hill was empty the next tree figures stand upright on this hill it's like they just fade into existence their eyes are closed and then they snap open T. Bladra and Harrow Reaver you two are not alone today Accompanying you is a turd figure, a very excited one. One who is adjusting his glasses and looking around saying, So where do we think we are today? <laughs> um, and Torelli Bladra, uh, Detective Bladra's husband, um, is looking around, his eyes wide, his neatly combed blonde hair looking very prim and proper. He's uh, wearing a um, beautiful little waistcoat. And he does have uh, some weapons with him. He's not completely helpless, but he definitely is um, 
judging by the book in his hand, which seems to be a geography book, which he is eagerly flicking through, he is excited to be going on an adventure for once. Um, perhaps he left the kids with the grandparents. And Torelli Bladra is looking around very eagerly um, and saying, Okay, so where in the world are we? I'm really looking forward to some inspiration. Cause, um, and as he's saying this, a drop of rain lands flat in the middle of his book. Oh. And he looks up at the sky and at the town in front of him. Because before you all is a little sleepy town nestled in the banks of the horror-stricken land of Ustalav. You are in the town of Ravencrove. A town which is very sentimental to both of you, out of character, because this is where we started our adventure in Carrion Crown and in Pathfinder in general um, several years ago. This is the town we first started playing in. Yep. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry looking at this again. It's so unpixelated now. Isn't it? It's, it's crazy. Yeah. The map is actually good quality. Shit. Oh my god. As soon as they realize where they are, uh, a hero's tail starts, like, wagging, honestly. Um, and his ears perk up. Uh, he looks excited. Hmm. I think we're in... Ustalov? This is Ravencrow. You know it? Oh, I am from Ustalov. Oh. Oh, right. I was wondering where that accent was from. Well, that would explain actually a lot about your general... aesthetic. Harrow tilts his head. Oh, you know, you dress very spooky. You think that I am spooky? He looks like he's worried he's offended you now. <laughs> uh, oh, I am not sad. I, I simply am unaware of how I come across to others, I suppose. Apologies if I have ever frightened you. <laughs> he, he just kind of chuckles nervously and says, Honestly, a lot of people that uh, Detective T. Blader hangs out with are... Scary folk. Wow. Ravengrow is special. Um, Usalav is mostly run by uh, a terrible, cruel, and bloated monarchy. But part of Usalav has declared a sort of pseudo-independence. Uh, the Palatinates. Where a democracy holds a quiet calm over the lands. And yes... This place which aeons ago was invaded by the cruel, whispering tyrant, the worst lich to ever walk the world. And yes, even now, the dead don't rest right. And yes, Ravengrow itself is famous for the Harrowstone Prison, a complex which housed some of the most gruesome killers in all of Golarion. And after it burned down in a fire, they're ghosts. But Ravengrow is... Perhaps one of the most peaceful parts of Ustalav, all this considered. It is widely known as the breadbasket of Ustalav. It is here that most of the food is produced. Farms upon farms cover this small town as a quiet and almost sad river makes its way through. Crows fly in the sky. And like I said, rain is gently falling and the sun is gently setting. It's at this point, as the three of you stand here, that... um. Torelli suddenly furrows his brow and quietly nudges you, Bladra. 
Mm -hmm. And he nods, and when you follow his gaze, you see that there is someone staring at you. A figure who may evidently have seen you fade into reality here through the files that you possess. Mm -hmm. At first glance, it seems to be a human with tan skin, midnight blue hair, and silver streaks through her fringe. She wears beautiful clothes with big, long hanging sleeves. Um, she's got very long, curly, wavy black hair. But, Blader, with your keen eye, you can tell that this woman has mismatched eyes. One of her pupils is silver. And you can recognize very quickly that she is a changeling. And Luna, would you like to introduce your character? Welcome back. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> when did you get here? <laughs> I've been here the whole time. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. Oh, I missed you. <laughs> we missed you a lot, Luna. It's very good to have too. you back. Um, we are doing one grand finale for this uh, mini run of the Dark Archive. And we couldn't do it. We couldn't go back to Ravengrow without you. So... <laughs> Welcome home, Luna. And tell us, <laughs> who is it that stands at the foot of the hill looking up at the tree heroes who have just faded into reality? Well, to all of you who know about Ariado, you know about her sisters. Meet the original. This is Hyla. <laughs> <laughs> the original... Uh, because Ariado was... she. This is not a sister of Ariado. Ariato is a sister of Hyla. You made yep. Hyla before Ariato, right? Yes, I did. So tell us a little bit about Hyla. What's going on here? So, uh, she actually lives in Ravengrow. She was dropped off at uh, her father's doorstep, and he is taking care of her since. Um, she has had some magical happenings surrounding her, and she is dedicated her life to figuring out what's going on and figuring out her magic and where it comes from. Um, I know what you were all thinking. This is an oracle? And to that I say, nope, witch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this, and not just any witch, right? You do not have a familiar on you. I do not. That is because, what do you have instead? What's that on your arm? What is it that uh, Blader's eyes slowly slink down to on your exposed arm? Uh, well, on her left shoulder, uh, extending down to her elbow, there is a mark of a constellation there. And this is from being a Hexmark Witch from Witches Plus. <laughs> <laughs> Insert plug from Derry. <laughs> so a Hexmark uh, Witch does not have a familiar. You don't need one. On your body, you have, as it were, a mark of the beast. Um, in this case, it is a mark of that constellation going down your arm. And this allows you to interface directly with your patron, or at least a representative of your patron, you know? Mm -hmm. You might not be talking to the person who is giving you the powers directly. It might just be a nameless face in the darkness. It may just be, uh, you know, a whisper from around the corner talking to you. But you can directly interface with your patron, and that is how you get your spells, not through a familiar. Yep. So this woman is standing at the bottom of the uh, of the hill. Bladra and Harrow 
you two are now staring uh, down at this woman. She's staring up at you, and there's a moment of quiet because she super saw you fade into reality and start talking about whatever the fuck just a few seconds ago. So, what do you guys do? Hello! Uh, Hera is waving down. Well, there goes subtlety. Okay, well. <laughs> she tilts her head and, like, waves a little bit. Her eyes are, like, mystified. Did you see that? She nods. Why don't we get closer so you don't need to shout? Am I not loud enough? No. You're definitely loud enough. I mean, why don't we get closer so that I don't have to shout? Oh, yes. I forget. Detective is very soft-spoken. A little bit. We will come towards you! Uh, so you guys make your way down to the bottom of the hill. Uh, Hyla, here are the tree figures. A, a blue tiefling with uh, very tired eyes. A very tall and fuzzy catfolk man wearing lots of drapes. And a well-groomed blonde guy wearing, like, you know, the, the kind of clothes you'd expect a writer to have. It's a bit fruity. <laughs> but... The tree of them kind of come to a stop before you, and uh, the novelist kind of, like, offers you a hand and says, um, Hello, uh, Torelli Bladra. It's nice to meet you. She le she doesn't take his hand, but she leans in, like, close and inspects okay. him. Okay, he freezes up a little bit. And then she does that to the other two. Oh, hi. <laughs> as she, like, circles around them and pauses back in front of them, puts a finger to her chin and says, Obviously, you're not from here. You appeared right in front of my eyes. How did you do that? Uh, well, I am actually from a city over. <laughs> Are you? I am. Oh, well, welcome back to Ustalab. You you must have been somewhere far, maybe. Well, yes, I have been missing this place very much. Um, uh, Mr. Detective Bleacher, would you like to explain? Uh, sure. We're studying a book that seems to have a lot of unexplained mysteries. Not just occult ghosts, but weirder things. And somehow, whenever we open a page and read it, we teleport to where the mystery is. Oh, so Raven grows home to another mystery. That's great. I'd imagine there are many. You find so many in this lab. It's a nice place, isn't it? Yeah, that's actually <laughs> what the file said. Do you, uh, and Torelli kind of pulls out the file that evidently brought you all here. Says, uh, should, should I read it? Maybe, maybe this, uh, sorry, what, what's your name, miss? Uh, Hyla. Okay, um, maybe this Miss Hyla knows about, uh, the mystery. That would be very helpful. Oh, perhaps. Okay, um, <clears throat> Dark Archive, Case Tree, Lady of the Harvest. Ustalav has been the source of a disproportionate number of our open cases, large enough for strange phenomena to be noticed small enough for them to remain unsolved at the fringes. Sorry, large enough for strange phenomena to... Large enough for strange phenomena to be noticed, small enough for them to remain unsolved at the fringes. Laura's Manor in Ravengrow is a nexus for such events. Accidents befalling the workers who built it, objects moving, possibly some kind of haunting or curse. Whatever the case, the mansion's relative obscurity is likely the only thing keeping the events contained. KHW. 
Um. And he kind of lowers uh, the file a little bit and says, Would you know anything about that, uh, Miss Hyla? Oh, well, then. Um, well, the town council wants to turn Laura's Manor, I'm not sure if you've heard of it, into a museum. It's on a cliff on the outskirts of the town. It was built a while ago by a man by the name of Count Eigen Lores. Um, and he built the Harrowstone prison. The building the building and his house were signs of his power and his status and made the poor farm people being the entire village uh, made them feel poor while boosting up his power. The manor is also housed to a feature called the the House of Mirrors. Uh, it's a huge hall of um, mirrors. Yeah, pretty much. He bought a lot of art to display in his home, and one of them was the Lady of the Harvest. Uh huh. And that has a reputation for being cursed. How how so? Well, the people who worked in the manor after the painting was purchased suffered from a lot of accidents and workers going missing. Oh my. The crew also swore that the painting had a habit of appearing in random rooms throughout the house. Regardless Whoa. of where it was hanging, when the workers left the previous night, it just appeared somewhere else. Interesting. And when Laura's died... The manor was empty for a long time because of the reputation. Mm. And now, back in the present, the Lady of the Harvest is turning 500 years old, oh, and wow. the council, again, wants to turn Lara's Manor into a museum. Okay. With the Lady of the Harvest as its centerpiece. Yeah. Is that a good idea? Well, no, no, um, I, I live here. I've lived here my entire life, but I recently came back a little while ago because I got a notice that they wanted my input as an adventurer about this entire thing. And my input is, I don't think that this is something to be messed with. That's pretty understandable. Yes, I think you have a good opinion about this. Everyone's looking so, forward to this museum, but at the same time, I, it's, it's people's safety. No, I completely understand. This spells disaster unless there's something we can do about it and have both sides, maybe. Do well, you I mean, think that there is something that we can do about it? It's a stretch. We have appeared under mysterious circumstances, but we are in fact here to help. So literally what's so, on this file? He kind of shakes the file about Laura's manor again. Perhaps there's something we can do after all. Mm-hmm. Well, great. And then once that's all done, I can give this seal of approval, and it can actually be a museum where people won't get harmed. Wonderful. That would be ideal. Uh, would you be okay with us tagging along? Oh, of course. The more the merrier. Okay, cool. <laughs> I like you. And he gives you, Bledger, a look that says, I am a little afraid of her. 
<laughs> she just smiles. She's beaming. Blaydra's like, I, I forgot to introduce myself. I'm I'm Blaydra. And he like holds out a hand. He's like, he's got a, he's got dainty little hands. Uh, she takes his hand. It it's surprisingly hearty for a girl of her stature, and she shakes it vigorously. <laughs> he rattles. It <laughs> says, "It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet all of you." It is nice to meet you too. Uh, Charlie and I are from Absalom. Harrow is also in Absalom right now, but or we were in Absalom, but that's where I'm. I am visiting. Mm-hmm. Ah, big city, big city. How is it over there, by the way? I haven't been to that place yet. Uh, very crowded. Yeah, I it's pretty imagine. crowded. It's a big city. Hmm. It's a good place. So do you guys make your way down to this Laura's Manor, chatting and getting to know one another? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you watch for a while. It is drizzling a little bit. It's not particularly comfortable. But you make your way to it, and there she is. Oh. The old manor looms above an overgrown, derelict garden. Now very little remains but blackberry brambles and a partially collapsed gazebo. Grand marble columns frame the manor's terrace entrance, the Talden architecture out of place with the traditional Ustalavic architecture outside the manor's grounds. Tall windows framed by smaller, decorative columns outline most of the house. Jutting out from the second floor at the house's front, however, appears to be the wall-to-wall windows of a solarium facing the west. Grime and decay cover nearly every visible surface of the house, though it looks structurally sound, at least from the outside. I don't like to hear that about a building we're about to enter. Mm. What would we do? Do we just front, go to the front door? Uh, yes, show us in. Okay. Um. Well, you just got his little notebook out. Do you knock on the door, Hyla? I think she does, and she says, Hello? And the door opens. And uh, inside is a very stern-looking lady. Oh my. She has, like, uh, an old, old-fashioned maid's outfit on, you know? Like, down to the ankles. Uh, but you can see she has heavy boots underneath. She kind of... She's giving uh, Mother Isabella, you know? She is certainly giving. Um, she is pretty in her own extremely strict way, you know? Yeah. Right. But... She is. She has like an almost permanent scowl on her face, and her brows are like furrowed. And as she's kind of like looking from behind this barely open door, she squints a little bit and says, "Oh, you must be that adventurer that the council hired to give us a inspection, making sure we're all free of phantoms and ghouls." Is it? Um. Yes, I am. We hired a local adventurer. I was under the impression it would only be one person. I'm seeing a whole gaggle of you out here. Oh, well, um, I figured the more the merrier, and it's always it's always good to have a second opinion. So we won't we won't be paying you more. I hope you know. Oh, that's mm, this is no, pro bono. No, 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 no oh. worries. Well, all right. And she kind of opens the door and lets you in. And she bows a little bit and says, Welcome, den travelers. My name is Illyro Travental. 
I am the steward of the manor while we are getting prepared. Come in, come in. Lero closes the door behind you, and uh, you guys kind of look around. You seem to be in a vestibule. This gaunt woman kind of holds out her arm to collect your coats and bags and says, Thank you all for coming. Um, Lawyer's Manor contains a great many historic works of art. Though some restoration will be necessary, the Hall of Mirrors should be spectacular, and the solarium on the second floor was apparently lovely. Though, oh. who knows how it's been transformed by time. Regardless, if you have any questions, please don't hesitate to ask. Well, thank you. Thank you. So... I'm sure you'll quickly find that the foyer itself is remarkable. After all, that is where the lady rests. Right. Well, it seems we will not have to go far to find her. Of course not. We need her to be on full display, don't we? I suppose so. And now I want everyone to make a perception check, please. Okay. Hyla, you notice something. You can see around Lero's neck, she is wearing a charm of some sort. You can recognize this probably from the local healer. And you can recognize that she, despite being very professional, may be a little superstitious about this place. Hmm. Bladro, what you see is marginally more distressing. Okay. Blood. Blood? There's a streak of blood, Bladro, on the doorframe leading into the foyer. It still looks somewhat fresh. Blade writes that down. Torelli kind of clears his throat and says, This curse. And Lero immediately, like, furrows her brow and says, There is no curse. There is no curse? No. I wouldn't be working here if there was a curse. Subconsciously, her hand wraps around that charm. Yeah, you might want to put it in your two weeks. <laughs> I have <laughs> There were, yes, accidents that befell the construction crew of this place. But their descendants still live in town and they are perfectly fine. She kind of pauses for a moment and says, Although recently, a few years back, a few children went missing after breaking into the house on a dare. As far as I know, no one else has entered the building since then. Until now. Oh my... Regardless, would you like to see the Lady of the Harvest? <laughs> yes. Sure. Might as well get this investigation over with as Hyla eyes the stewardess. Curtly and professionally, she opens the door into the next room, and you enter into the foyer. At the center of this spacious foyer, is a grand staircase lined with beautifully carved banisters, all covered in a thick layer of dust. To the north of the stairs hangs a painting draped with a drop cloth, completely obscuring what lies underneath. Now, here it is, Lyra says as she walks toward the shrouded painting. Lady of the Harvest was painted by Elson Moonkeep around the year 4209 AR. It traded many hands, uh, many times, sorry, it traded hands many times before it ended up in Count Loris's collection. He acquired it specifically to be the centerpiece of his new home. Hmm, interesting. Lero removes the drop cloth and reveals a painting. There's something foreboding about it. 
It's a lush wheat field. The sky above takes up most of the painting, and the bottom quarter of the painting is the field itself. In the background there's trees, and then just slightly off-center. Not even in the foreground, but not in the background either. Just there in the field is a woman. She is dour-looking. She wears a heavily starched veil and black robes and she seems to be holding something. But the way she looks blankly out at you from that field, it gives you a weird feeling. You know, like when you are looking out a window and you catch sight of someone standing in the street, not close, maybe 20, 30 feet away, but they can see you in the window as well. And for just a moment, you two are locking eyes. Hmm. That's how it feels. The Lady of the Harvest stands. And Harry Verder is a creek behind you. He jumps. He, before, he jumps and he looks wide. Well, before that, Lero says, The painting is meant to... And almost as soon as she starts, she's cut off because the painting suddenly shoots a blinding light out from it. And the whole room becomes white and your eyes become dazzled and suddenly all you can see is white. You are blinded for a moment as light overwhelms you and you feel the whistling sound of wind through wheat and a sensation of the gale brushing over your skin and the plants brushing against your lap. And when the lights fade... Everything is the same, except the painting of the Lady of the Harvest is no longer in the room, and neither is Lero Treventhal. Huh. And on top of that, each of you feels very, very strange. Something has happened to each of you. You have all been cursed in some way. Oh. I'm going to send you each of your curse. It is a small thing. It won't affect you too much. But it will affect how you roleplay for the rest of the session. Okay. You are okay. not allowed to tell anyone what your curse is. Okay. Okay. Have you all looked at your thing? Yep. Okay, you all understand? I... Yep. Mm -hmm. Torelli rubs his eyes and says oh what was that that was odd uh and Georgia Tzle that Mayor Dresser uh what what uh are you speaking a different language he nods Oh, huh. boy. Uh, does that also affect your writing? Mm, he tries writing. Uh, Blazer, what language do you write in? Uh, he, <laughs> I, he probably writes in, uh, probably Infernal. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, so... 
Blager picks up um, a piece of paper on his notebook and turns it around and suddenly there's just fucking, like, diabolic runes in front of you. Oh, dear. Um, wow, I cannot read a single word of that. Uh, he says that no, he can't. I learned all the, ra the languages he spoke so that we'd always be able to communicate. Sorry, oversharing. Oh. No, oh, that's cute. I'm embarrassed now. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> okay, you can still laugh. Where did she go? That is also a mystery. Perhaps we should start looking around. Torelli looks at you, Blader, and says, Are you alright? Will you be able to... I'll be... I, I think we should leave. Uh, I mean, we what? shouldn't, but I think... Um, I d I'm not speaking in a fake language for this entire time, just so you know. <laughs> like, I, I will die. Um, yeah. so, Blader looks at Torelli and he's like, Who knows if that'll undo this curse. I'm not living without being able to speak common. Uh, my husband says that he doesn't want to leave until he's figured out how to break this curse. I agree with your husband. Might help. There's something going on here. He says there's something going on here. I'm so scared. Um, perhaps instead of keeping talking about things being weird, we should investigate this area. We will get nowhere just standing here, right? <laughs> uh, Blager's uh, like, tell them that I'm starting to investigate. And he turns around and he starts investigating. Uh, he, he's investigating, he says, though you could probably tell yourself. Wonderful. Uh, he looks to both of you and he looks to you and says, are you good to go? Uh, not really, but let's go anyway. <laughs> oh, I mean, we can rest if you need it. I will take any excuse not to be doing this. Oh, I will be needing it, but let's go anyway. Uh, come along, then. Okay. Uh, where where should we go? Harrow is drawn towards this direction. Oh, okay, Mr. Reaver. I guess we're going this way. Is that good by everyone? Uh, yeah. Everyone's approval matters immensely to me. Wow. Okay. Perhaps you should stop talking. <laughs> Maybe I should at this point. Blader <laughs> puts a hand on his shoulder and he's like, Are you okay? I am insanely scared, actually. Do you need a hug? I'd actually kind of like one, yes, but I'm too embarrassed to say it. Okay, get over here. <laughs> Gay boy. He hugs you. And he is very embarrassed. I don't know why I keep saying these things. Do you think it has to do with your curse? I are you don't just even know, man. Are you just compelled to say the truth right now? I don't know, but that does sound like it makes sense. Well, that's my running theory for now. Which way? Do we want to go to this room now? I've, the more longer we stay in here, the worse it feels. Uh, Harrow opens this door. Okay, the door opens with a swing, and you see that you appear to be in a library. Hmm. The heavy smell of dust and moldering books fills the air in this stuffy library. The wall-to-wall -wall bookshelves mean this room has no windows, and perpetual darkness and lack of circulation 
have taken their toll on its furnishings and air quality. To the northwest, a small reading nook, perhaps once cosy, sits neglected. In the corners of the room stand three foot tall marble pedestals, each topped with a marble statue, though one has been knocked over and lies broken on the ground. This place is so stuffy, Charlie mumbles. Hmm. Is it stuffy? Uh, yeah, really. Huh. I can barely breathe in here. It feels like something that's dark could just swallow you up. Hero kind of, like, taps his nose a little bit. <laughs> um, hmm. Let us see what is inside this library. Is there anything that I can roll to, like, look around, or is that literally perception? Are you are you pursuing a lead in this place to investigate it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, you pursue a lead. Would you like to roll perception? Yes. Okay. Bladra. You notice it first. Mm-hmm. It's very dark in here. You have to pull out a torch to be able to see. But in the flickering lights, you see that Hyla's shadow is too tall for her. And it's moving on her own. Some something's behind her. Ladra says Hyla and he points down, like a shadow. It's not down anymore. Hyla, you turn around and it's there. There's a horrible shadow behind you. And it's reaching forward to put its hands around your neck, roll initiative. Bring me. Oh my god. <laughs> Bladra, it is your turn. Um, Hyla's shadow has come to life and is now sneaking out. Like, it is reaching out and getting ready to strangle her. Uh, Torelli lets out a yelp of fear. Um, Harrow turns around slowly to look at it. And there's you. What the hell do you do? Um, Bladra is going to pull out his bow, devise a stratagem, and see if it's a good idea to shoot. Okay. Uh, Bladra, you are not entirely sure what this thing is. You're a little stressed about the fact that you can't speak common right now. You think that this thing is probably, from your reckoning, it is either some kind of rate, uh, which is a undead creature which can turn t uh, things that it kills into more rates, or it is a shadow, which is an undead creature which can steal people's shadows and make them into mindless puppets. Terrifying. Neither of those is great. What now? Um, do you want to roll me an attack roll and see if you can hit it? Yep. 32. Uh, 32, you reckon that would be a good solid hit. Then he's going to do it. 17 damage. Okay. Uh, yep, he takes that damage. Uh, thankfully, your weapon is ghost touch. So you do hit into it, even though it is incorporeal. Also, um, it's off guard. Uh, to, um, I think Hyla, because Hyla's directly next to it. Oh, very nice. Off Guard is the new name for Flat-Footed. Uh, we're starting to slowly incorporate uh, stuff from the Pathfinder remaster. Ring. This creature appears to be off guard against your attacks, Hyla. Um, it seems that uh, kind, generous Bladra, uh 
angled his attack not around himself, but around you, giving you a nice opening. Uh, you still have two actions, Bladrop, because it's a free action to uh, to pursue a lead on this guy because you were investigating this library. I think he's genuinely just going to use the last action to try and figure out something about this guy. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is definitely a shadow. Not just a shadow, it is a greater shadow. This is a far more lethal version of the regular shadows. Um, you need to be careful because if it manages to pull your shadow off of you, it can make it into a shadow itself. You need to kill it before it does that. Bladra tells Torelli to tell the others. So I think the way this is going to work, Dave, mm -hmm. is it will take an action to relay information like that. That's fine. Because of your current curse. Okay. Is that good by you? That's fine. Okay. So everyone, you see uh, Bladra shout some stuff in devil tongue, and Bladra st uh, Torelli kind of stares a little bit before saying, Don't let it touch your shadows! That. Um, and is that your turn, Bladra? Yes. Okay, next in order. Hyla, oh my god! Okay. Um, she's immediately gonna back off from the shadow. Good call. Take a step back. And then she is going to cast Divine Lance. Okay, so Divine Lance also has a fun update from the remaster. For those mm -hmm. at home who aren't keeping up, Pathfinder is getting a whole, like, re like a big, big uh, update at the end of the year to kind of make sure it's no longer using um, a lot of the stuff from Dungeons & Dragons. It's completely cutting ties. Stuff is being renamed. Stuff is being reworked. One of those things is Divine Lance now doesn't do alignment damage. It does spirit damage. And spirit damage is able to uh, affect a creature's soul rather than, you know, whether it is a good creature or evil creature. So would you like to shoot it with some spirit energy? Yes, I would. Well, shoot. <laughs> I rolled a 21. A 21, because it is off guard, is going to be a hit. Uh, Hyla, you shoot a beam of spirit energy out of your hand into this creature, and it's going to do 17 spirit damage, which seems to disconcert this uh, shadow quite badly. The weird silhouette flickers in the dark, but it's still le reaching forward with those grasping hands. Get away, please. Um, suddenly, there's a... And it is Torelli's turn. And Torelli takes an action to pull out a fucking glaive. Oh, shit. And then Torelli steps in front of you, Hyla. What? And Torelli says, By the light of Shellen! <laughs> and Torelli Bladra, Redeemer of Shellen, stabs into this shadow with a holy glaive. That is going to be a hit from Torelli. And that is going to be 13 slashing damage. Um, and that is going to be his turn. He took out the glaive, he ran, he attacked. And he is now standing in front of you, Hyla, getting ready to protect you. Braver than you imagined. Harrow Reaver, it is your turn. You are in the back of this room and you are observing this terrible shadow monster. What the hell do you do? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I strike him with my whip. Is it me 31? That's a crit. Woo! 16 damage. Okay, 16 damage. Very nice. It seems to have hurt the Greater Shadow pretty badly. And now the weird thing is kind of shaking and almost discorporating. It looks like it could fall apart at any second. I hit it again. 
Okay, go for it. Minus five on this. 23. That is a hit just about. Roll me that damage. 12 damage. Harrow Reaper, how do you do this? How do you take out the shadow before it has a chance to rip Hyla's uh, own shadow out from beneath her and turn it into a monster? I I think that... <laughs> I think that um, Harrow uh, just whips at its, like, shadow wrist and just, like, tears it clean off. Ah. Uh. The shadow lets out a wail before it discorporates into nothing. And suddenly the room does not feel quite as oppressive as it did before. And you're all in one piece. No one was hurt. You were able to destroy it before it was able to do anything. Torelli turns to you, Hyla, and is like, Are you alright? No. It, did it, it didn't get you, did it? Uh, I don't think so. What do you mean she you don't think back. so? It, Came nowhere near. Okay. Mentally, are you okay? That's what I was asking. Yes. Okay, good. That's all I need to know. <clears throat> Rest of you okay? All good? Perfect. Thumbs up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Tarask, maybe you should talk in. Um... Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Tarask? He turns directly around so that he's not looking at anybody. I'm sorry. You can tell them that it's my legal name. When my husband was younger, oh my god, he was he was very got, and he needed a new name, and we were fifteen, and he got legally changed to Tarask the Armageddon engine spawn of Robogoog. Uh, why did you... you didn't need to tell them that last part. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think it's very beautiful name. It's <clears throat> it's just Tarask Blades right now. Okay, Tarask. Don't call me Tarask. <laughs> okay, Bladera. Or... <laughs> I can see why you would pick that at 15. The <laughs> <laughs> pass is back. <laughs> Blade mumbles. You can't understand him. It's really like to probably hear it. He goes, you have no idea. <laughs> we need to find that lady, Leto. She got sucked into the painting and now we don't know where she is. And I... The painting's not there anymore either. Maybe if we keep looking, we'll find the painting and we'll find her, I think. Yes. It's mm. possible. You really think so? I'm kind of just making stuff up as I go, guys. I believe our best bet is to find that painting. Okay, well, let's keep going. All right. Come along, then. Uh, you leading the way, Harrow? No, he's shooing people out of the room. So where now? Um... We will need to check every room. You think so? Well, yes. I mean, how else will we find the painting? It's a thorough investigation. Okay. If we skip a room and it ends up we don't find it, it must have been in that room. So, every room we come across, I think that we should investigate. I mean, sounds reasonable. 
Solid idea. Very. Where are we going to go? And there seem to be more rooms over here. Uh, Harrow points to the east of the house. Okay. Uh, sure. Do you want to take a look, see Lou in there? I might. Uh, Harrow, you open the door, and uh, the others kind of creep after you, and you see a kitchen. The empty countertops of this kitchen, which has used, uh, which was used only a handful of times before the mansion was abandoned, contrast with the well-stocked shelves. It appears the owner never bothered to remove the fine porcelain diningware when the manor was abandoned, and it sits on display in deteriorating glass-doored cabinets. Blazer looks at Terrellian. He's like, "Really bad old habits. Tell me, you don't want to steal that." <clears throat> I feel if I say that out loud, it'll make the others don't tell them that. Don't, don't, don't tell them, them that. Okay, I will not tell them that you want to steal. Stop it! <laughs> you are very bad at shutting up. I'm, I'm trying. I'm usually really good at shutting up. <laughs> this is a really weird kitchen, and it is indeed really weird. It's like super narrow. Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? Harrow walks in to look around. Uh, highlight goes in. As you guys walk inside... It's weird. The the walls, they, they're constricting. Mm. And suddenly it's like everything in this room is made of rubber, twisting and squirming like a horrible snake. Everyone roll me initiative. Ah, oh, fuck. The walls are losing their rigidity, becoming fluid and elastic. This whole kitchen suddenly becomes difficult terrain, and everyone in it, which means Hyla and Reaper, both of you need to make me reflex saves. Okay. 30. 29. Both of you succeed. Uh, as the room is kind of squirming and shaking, you guys, like, hold your balance, but it's, like, going up and down, left and right. It's like you're balancing on your feet. And then the walls start to shift really hard. Left, right, up, down. And Hyla, you are smacked in the face by the wall. Ah. That's a 25. That is a hit. Um, and Hyla, you will take 18 bludgeoning damage as the wall bonks into you. Fucking ow. And then another one is going to bonk into you, Reaper. That is a 21. That is a miss against you, Reaper. Yep. You're reacting very quickly to it. With its last action... It slams the door out of the kitchen shut and locks it. Hyla and Reaper, you two are trapped in here. Uh. Unless you get out on the other side. Uh, it is Torelli's turn. And Torelli goes, ah! And he's going to run up to the door from the other side and start trying to, like, shake it open. Like, come on, what's going on? But it won't open. It is stuck. And he wastes his entire turn doing that. Bladra, it's your turn. What the hell do you do now? Um, is the, Can I try and roll something to see if there's a way to open the door? Maybe a perception check? Sure. Yeah, unfortunately, you just rolled a nat one. So I think you probably are sure that there's a way to just... If you just rattle the door hard enough, it'll open... And I think that might be what you are convinced is the best thing to do right now, is just shake on that door and try to get it open. <laughs> it's just like, um, 
Shit, man. Okay, just, let's just keep doing that. <laughs> um, Hyla, it is your turn. You're inside this kitchen, and on the other end of the very long, very windy kitchen, a door opens wide. And Hyla, your hex mark starts to glow. Instead of a familiar, like we said, you have this strange mark, and that mark is the mark of the nurtured mind. It gives you a plus three bonus to your will saves and a plus three status bonus to your recall knowledge check to creatures tied to your spellcasting tradition. I will, in this case, also allow that to count for haunts. So, so it's you, plus three? A plus three bonus? to your religion, yeah. Okay. 24. Okay, you know that uh, to get out of this thing, you literally just have to run out. It's oh. going to try trip you, and if you fall over, it's going to start switching the doors back and forth and potentially lock you in here forever. But if you just oh. get out in one clean shot, you're good. Oh, evil. Okay. Just don't fall prone. Okay. Uh, then she's going to make an attempt to go to the other door. Make me a reflex um... save, and it will take you both of your actions to rush out because... Even though it's okay. only 20 feet away, this is difficult terrain, and it is trying yeah. to make you stop leaving. 27. That'll do it. Uh, Hyla, can you describe to me how you get out of this woo, 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 twisty, weird-ass corridor? Well, the thing is, she has pretty, pretty good acrobatics, and her dexterity is, like, really good. So I think what happens is, you know how, um, like, on a bumpy train or something, when you know that a stop is coming, you brace... Mm -hmm. Or, like, you follow the movements of the train so that way you're never really off balance. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, she kind of senses the movements of the kitchen. So, mm -hmm. that so like, if there's a shake going one way, she, she, like, balances in a way so that way she's not knocked down. And she pretty much does this dance the entire time until she reaches the door and fucking twirls out. Reaver, it is your turn. Uh, Harold Reaver, you are in the dumbest corridor in the world. Make me a reflex save. Okay. 17. Oh, so close. Harold, <laughs> you run, 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 and right before you get to the other side, the door shuts in your face, and you fall on your ass. And then you hear a locking noise, and here on the other side, the door open, and there's Torellian Tarask. Oh. Unfortunately, you have one action left, and that'll only get you halfway through. I get halfway through. You <laughs> through this weird corridor, and then the walls start smacking you again. Ah. Bonk! Uh, that is a 31 to hit. That is a hit. Uh, a press slams into your face, and that is 30 damage. Jesus. Wow, it rolled really high on that. It rolled a 10 and a 9 on a 2d10. What the fuck? So you are smacked hard by that. Uh, and then another one is going to try smack you, this time uh, on the leg, and that is going to be a 34 to hit. Jesus Christ, man. And that's 27 <laughs> bludgeoning fuck? damage. Why is oh it my god! 10? It's just fucking kidding. One last for the road. Oh my fucking fuck you. God. 19 <laughs> is a miss. It doesn't fucking hit. Okay, uh, it is Torelli's turn. He's looking in at you and he's going to run into you. And he needs to make a reflex save. <laughs> Come on, man. You can do it. 24 is actually a success. He does it. He gets Woo! up to you. He grabs you. And let's see if he can get back out. 
Harrow's a big guy. And he's a, he is surprisingly strong. That is a turdy tree. Torelli Bladra grabs you, Harrow, and says, you are heavier than you look. And he, he feels like a princess. <laughs> he drags you out <laughs> of this fucking kitchen and the doors slam closed behind you. Thank you, mister. And Torelli kind of looks and says, is everyone okay? I have seen much better days. Eh? Were you, were you hurt? <laughs> we should take a second. I I can heal. I have lay on hands. Yes, let us heal. You guys are all restored to full HP over a, a little while. But something about the way the house feels makes it like it does not appreciate you guys healing in here. It's mad. <laughs> How come you get another shot at life and they didn't? Skill issue. <laughs> Torelli looks around and says, Where where now? Where, where are we going? Well, we did the kitchen, we did the library. How many other rooms are there up to the north side? So at the moment, aside from the stairs, uh, the other two rooms that are in on this floor seem to be up to the north and the northwest. Uh, which would you like to enter? Probably that north one, right? Okay. This grand dining room features a large bay window to the northwest. On the south wall, long mirrors stretch across the room on either side of the door. Heavy velvet curtains frame the mirrors, a musty smell clinging to windows and fabric. Hyla, would you like to make me a perception check? I can do that. Okay, you see it? It? Hanging by the bay window is the Lady of the Harvest. Whoa! Ah! Uh, ah! Uh, ah! Uh, guys! Guys! Huh? Oh! What? Two points. Hmm? Ledger, where are you looking at? Um... He's, like... He's trying to look. There's nothing there. Uh, I don't... Uh, he, he looks at... 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 Uh, Torelli. He's like, uh, can you tell her I don't see anything? Uh, Tarask says he doesn't see anything. Huh? What? But it's... It's... What are you talking about? I cannot see. Can't the the painting? Hala, there's nothing there. What are you talking about? There's no painting. Why would they put the Lady of the Harvest in a dining room? Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> nothing there. Strange. Just look at this stupid dining hall, and then go through the other ones. Charlie looks easy. Are you all right? She makes a so-so gesture. Okay, I can't tell if you're good or bad. Is anyone ever? I am when I'm with my husband. Are you gay? Okay. Are that you gay? is so... I'm sorry. He comes out of space. He bats him on the, on his shoulder and he's like, It's okay. I, 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 genu I genuinely think that you have to say everything you're feeling. Where are we going now? Uh, why don't we look through this other door? And he points to that door. Uh, do you make your, do you, you open that door? You can check it in? Yeah, I think he, he, he sort of is from, like, the side, and he opens the door. So, you open into a bathroom. Hmm. And you immediately feel just a little sick. This place is ransacked. 
it's clearly been visited by some kind of creature. Scratches and spatters of blood mark one of the walls, a few feet off the ground and concentrated in one area. Some of the scratches are deep enough to break through the plaster in the wall, exposing the inner frame. Several small objects have been knocked around the bathroom. And there's so much blood. And Bladra, you've seen things like this many times. This is a, the sign that someone has come in here, searched for something on the wall, and when they came up empty, they left a mess in their wake. Interesting. And the damnedest thing is that that blood is still fresh, just like the blood that you saw on the doorframe. So what does that mean? Hmm. Highland Reaver, how are you two doing? Um, I don't think uh, Hero's too, like, bothered by it. He's just trucking. Yeah, I mean... Whatever, I guess. <laughs> Hyla is also just kind of... She's not saying anything, but she is blinking very rapidly at the scene. What is this? Torelli kind of... Uh, Blager raises a hand. This isn't the first blood I've seen. It, it's not the first blood you've seen? No, I wasn't sure if I should mention it this, uh, in front of the steward, but there is blood from the doorway towards and in, into the, the foyer. Why is there so much blood? Did we see anything, like, dead or smell anything, like, bloody or rotten when we came up here? I don't think so. No. There was nothing. There was no blood on the front door when we knocked. I don't think. And the stewardess looked fine. If only a little uneasy? Uh, so, Bladra enters the bathroom, and maybe, maybe he does lick the blood. <laughs> what the fuck did the rest of you do with that? <laughs> I, I think that, that gets a, that does get a weird look out of Harrow. Bladra leans over to Torelli and, and asks, Does he do that? Often... <laughs> Yeah, he's got a really, like, hyper-acute sense of taste. He can, like, tell stuff from it. He took a he took a general feat for it, man. <laughs> wow. An oh, entire general feat. Oh, I guess that's kind of serious, yeah. Uh, Bladra, using your super taster feat. I do have it. I do. <laughs> you can tell that this is not human blood. Nor is it animal blood. This is definitely the blood of some sort of creature. And if you make me a perception check, I might be able to narrow it down further. Okay. This is the blood of an aberration. He frowns. <laughs> He's like chewing his uh, his thumbnail for a second. And um, he leaves the bathroom. And he turns to the, and he turns to Terrell and he's like, it's an aberration. It's an aberration. Isn't that interesting? Very. What would an aberration be doing in there? I mean, that's a good question. Arrow shrugs. Right now, I'm not sure. It could be that the painting itself is an aberration. That an aberration wants the painting. It could be something entirely unrelated. Though I highly doubt that. Torelli looks troubled and says, but if there was an aberration, 
Then it must be upstairs, right? Likely. Okay. We should be careful. Right. It's okay, Sorelli. I have dealt with scarier, and so have you. Then we are to head upstairs? Sounds like a plan mm -hmm. to me. Sure. And the four of you turn the corner and make your way upstairs to the second floor of Lorez Manor. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Everyone, it's your favoritest, coolest, sexiest game master, Derry. Um, hi, and thank you all so much for listening to the third episode of Dark Archive. And for now, the last one. That's right, uh, now that Luna is back, uh, we will be done with Dark Archive for a little while. But not necessarily forever. If you guys are liking Dark Archive, please, please, please let us know. Shout your praise to the high heavens. Tell us how much you've enjoyed all of this. And we will generally consider coming back to it and doing the rest of the uh, six or so case files that remain for our dear investigators. Now including our uh, favorite changeling, which uh, Hyla. Um, we won't be uploading a new episode next week, um, but this will be the last pause before we get back to our regular scheduling because we have a finale to get to we will be recording the final fight of fists of the ruby phoenix as sanku masami and chuji brawl against their most dangerous foe yet and soon after we will have the epilogue the episode 50 of the campaign the grand finale um, I hope you guys are looking forward to it as much as we have. We're very sorry it's taken uh, like over a month, nearly two months since our last episode. And you guys are the greatest for being so patient and for holding on all this time. I generally could not ask for better listeners than you guys. Um, so give yourselves a gold star. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the episode. I hope you all uh, enjoy what's to come in Ruby Phoenix and in the campaigns beyond it. And as always, everyone, keep it rolling. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lydra stops everybody from moving after taking a step. Mm -hmm. He's like, I, I see, see something. something. I don't... Uh, and he's sort of and he, he very awkwardly kind of grabs Hyla's shoulders, turns her around, and tilts her. Yeah. <laughs> so that she can see this, like, weird, um, aura? Shimmering. 
Yeah. <laughs> what did he say? Uh, ah, ah, ah. What? What is over there? <laughs> Bladra grabs oh. Arrow and he shows him. This does not look good. So as the three of you make your way up to the second floor landing, the marble floor landing wraps around the grand staircase. Pseudo-classical statuettes of human figures top the pedestals in both western corners, each draped in decorative robes, but a layer of grime covers them. And as you all and go up here, Ladra, you see the reflections. It's light being reflected in strange shimmers, and when you turn the corner to get a better look at it, you see it. Dolores Manor appears much grander than the standard style in Ravengrow. This room, this room around the corner, this is so much more. It puts the rest of the house to shame. Towering, ten-foot-tall mirrors line the wall. The individual panes joined by tin lines of gold. Golden filigree crowns each mirror's rounded top. With both sides of the wall lined in mirrors, each side reflects the other, creating an endless pattern of increasingly diminishing mirrors and figures. Crystal chandeliers hang from the ceiling, and golden statues on marble pedestals stand in between the mirror panels, adding to the dazzling sparkle of the hall. It's beautiful. How far back can you peer into the mirrors? How far back until the reflection looking at you is no longer you? Is it the hundredth layer? Or is it the first? What do you guys do? Later, make a, a face. What is that? This is the Hall of Mirrors that I was referring to when the manor was built. The thing that the house is known for other than the Lady of the Harvest. And we need to go through that, I presume? Torelli looks at you guys and says, what, what do we do? We kind of gotta go through there. That's the only way into the other rooms. Right. Uh, well, I suppose we will have to truck on ahead. Mm-hmm. Well then, um, let's try and see where we get. I think Hyla does take like the first step in. She looks to see if anyone else is following. <laughs> uh, Blazer goes to follow, um, but I do think that he's. I think uh, because he wants to keep his hands free, he's like wrapped the the end of his tail around uh, around um, Trelly's hand. Like he's like, you're coming with me. <laughs> Okay. You guys make your way through, and it is very unnerving to walk into this hall, seeing these endless reflections of yourselves. But there are three doors. One north, one south, and one west. Would you all like to make me a perception check? Yes. Okay. Hyla, you find something again. Okay. On the floor across the base of the statuette that you pass by a smear of blood it almost looks intentional right Torelli looks at you and says you okay did you see something 
It's, it's weird with all the mirrors, but uh, she points to the blood. Oh, he follows your, your gaze. And you're being very clever, Luna. <laughs> that was very clever. You can take a hero point. <laughs> because I was fully prepared to see you not do anything there. And I'll, this will make sense later. Um, okay. The rest of you see this blood smeared across the base of the statue. It's still very fresh. No more than an hour or two old. Voyager is like, I'm... I'm gonna like this one. Just a warning. Tell them that I'm gonna like this one. He's going to lick it. Oh. He goes yeah. to lick it. <laughs> Alright. Little bit weird. Blah. It's the same. It's aberration. It's the same type of blood as before. What does that mean? What does what mean? The blood. It's gotta be a big clue, right? I think. Maybe? You think it is not just incidental? Uh, how, how could it be incidental? Uh, Tereske says it's the same kind of blood. I suppose it is not incidental then. Torelli looks and says, where are we going now, guys? Oh. Oh, three rooms. We're right by the north one. So, then let's head in. We've no time to waste, right? Right. I'm going to open the door. Okay. You open the door and you find yourselves in a master bedroom. Ah. This master bedroom would have been a spectacular view of the garden through the tall bay windows if the garden had ever been finished. Instead, it looks out on a tangle of overgrown weeds and blackberry brambles. A four-poster bed occupies the center of the room, carved in spectacular filigree. To the side, a tall standing mirror sits in one corner, leaning slightly backward, sporting a heavy layer of dust across its surface. So yeah, very comfy room has everything you would expect a uh, master bedroom to have. Big bed, comfy rug, the lady at the harvest, a big window. The painting? Huh? The painting. What painting? Huh? This is another trick. Harold like closes his eyes and opens them again. There's nothing there. What are you? You good? Uh, it's a bathroom. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, forgive me. I'm perhaps seeing things. Ask him what he saw. Uh, what what did he see? Uh, for a moment I saw the lady, the painting. That's the same as Hyla. Yes. Whatever he said. Oh. Uh, he, he says that that was what the same as what Hyla saw. <laughs> yes. Maybe let's check the other ones. Yeah, keep moving. Guys, make your way back out. Which door now? West or south? The west door. Okay. And it is the solarium. The wall is... It is wall-to-wall -wall with windows, panes separated by delicate lines of lead, Numerous gardening pots fill this room, but now they only contain dry, cracked dirt. A writing desk sits in one corner, while a few chairs and small tables are arranged with the room's centre. Despite the layer of weathering on the glass, the room still glows with daylight. Daylight, which is tinged red. Mm. Because the windows have been slattered in blood in elaborate whirls. 
They almost resemble brush strokes. In the center of the blood-stained uh, windows, there's a hefty chunk of glass that's been knocked out, leaving a gaping hole. The jagged edges suggest that they were maybe bitten through by a mount. Bits of glass litter the floor beneath, along with dried drops of blood. Something came in here, painted the glass, and then ate it. Would you all like to make an occultism check? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Hyla, you do know about this. Oh, do I? This was a feeding ritual. And you have a sneaking suspicion you know the type of thing that caused this. Oh, oh. <laughs> this, to you, reads like the work of a blood painter. Hmm. Fuck it. Blood painters are an awful, awful beast. Uh, they are simultaneously enamored with the natural world and yet too alien to survive in it. They are eight-limbed artists who stalk, kill, and dismember in search of pigment and sustenance alike. Blood painter physiology can't digest typical food, so the creatures feed by harvesting blood and using it to paint and animate something edible. It wasn't that it ate the glass. It ate something made from the glass. These things, they're horrible, they're freaky, and they are obsessed with art. And there is one in this building with you right now. Quite odd. There's only one room left. Charlie says very nervously. We have an art nut. That's great. Okay. Um. Take a hero point, but you won't get to understand why yet. Okay. It's because you said Among Us. Among <laughs> because us you said, us. It's because you said Among Us. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 69 rule, but worse. <laughs> well, last room, right? Next room. Okay, we can do this. Come on. You will be just fine. The last room, the only one that you have not explored in this entire mansion, is to the south of the Hall of Mirrors. This must be where the blood painter is. Blader's like, I'm gonna open the door. He he turns the knob, but then he uses his cane to like actually like open it. And you push into the next room. And perhaps surprisingly, there is no awful alien artist inside. It's a bedroom, and its furnishings aren't as elegant as those in the master bedroom. But, um, it is one. What you see, though, are tree skeletons. Kind of just huddled in the corner, holding each other. Tree very small skeletons. Maybe four foot seven. Do they look like children? Well spotted. Blager's like, Charlie, I do not suggest looking in that room. I think Turley's about to respond when one of the kids stands up. Oh, god damn it. Oh, um... Or at least what's left of him does. Made of ectoplasm with burning red eyes. The kid stands up and then so too does another and another. And they just stare at you. They're not attacking, but they are staring. 
And I think you can tell, all three of you, that these are poltergeists. And if you are not... They are not immediately attacking. They're staring at you. If you do something they don't like, they will go into attack mode. Bladra puts up a, a hand for them not to do anything rash the, the, behind them. Torelli? Yes? I, I can't, can't talk, talk to them. Because, because I can't. I, I just, I can't. But they're poltergeists. And they're children. I can see that. What do we do? He looks at Hyla and Harrow. And if we move one way or another, they're going to get us. And if we stay here, they're going to get us. I suppose there's only one thing we possibly can do. Try our best to calm them. Whatever that takes. I'm going to give each of you one action to see if you can subdue them. If you don't all figure out a way to do something that will relax them, then they won't relax either. So who wants to go first? Who wants to do something that will help? I think this will either be a diplomacy, uh, some social role, or a religion check to pray. I have a plus 18 to diplomacy. Okay. Well, go for it, uh, Reaver. What do you say? Honestly, I think Harrow tries to recite some kind of, like, a uh, kid's bedtime tune. Oh, okay. You tell him a little bedtime story. Got it. Yeah. Something like that. It's like, Hush, little baby, don't... Okay. Make me that diplomacy check. Okay. They twitch, but they don't approach further. <laughs> so that's one success. Plus 16 to religion. Okay, Hyla, would you like to pray for them? Yes. Okay, Hyla, tell me how this looks. What what happens here? Um, I think Hyla clutches the, uh, the necklace that she has. It has a crystal on it. And she is uh, admiring your prayer to Desna. Okay. And what are you praying for exactly? Um, probably safe passage for these kids and in hopes that they can rest soon and to also maybe let them see um, one last clear night sky before they head to the boneyard. Something serene, something calm. I like that. That's really nice. Torelli prays to, he says a few words to Shellen. And the kids, they take a step backwards, closer to their skeletons. Still standing unnaturally, still kind of like panting, but there's no sound coming from it. And Bladra, what do you do? Um, Bladra? Um, I th he takes a step forward. He's slow. He moves yeah, you, light on his you feet. You take a step forward into that room. The floorboard creaks beneath you. Um, I don't think he flinches. Um, he reaches for the blankets and he pulls them back and he pats the bed. Are you tucking them in? Uh huh. He can't think of what else to do. <laughs> he can't talk to them. The tree poltergeists. They twitch again but they don't attack you. 
and one by one these strange, unearthly figures twitch, twitch, twitch into the bed that you've pulled open the blankets for. He tucks them in and um, I, I, I think he pats their head. Your hand strokes their hair. It's cold and sticky, but they just wanted to go home. And for now, the beds are empty. Holy shit. The bedtime story, the prayers for, to the goddess of dreams, the petting on the head and tucking into bed, what the hell? Uh, Blage leaves the room and he quietly closes the door and he's like, I have lots of experience with kids. I don't know why I said that. You're the only person who can hear me. He says he's got lots of experience with kids. Ah. That makes sense. Didn't he meet his kids? Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm confused. And I think as you are pulling out and the three of you kind of share a nervous laugh with each other, that's when... Blazer, you see it over the shoulders of Hyla and Reaver in the middle of the room. It's a lady to harvest, but there's something wrong about it. Firstly, the most obvious thing that's wrong with it is that it doesn't immediately leave when you look away from it. It's there, right in front of you. But much more pressingly is where it is. It's in the middle of the room far from the walls it's just hanging there in tin air you all can see it right yeah i can hmm he nods do you guys want to take a closer look at it harrow does it <laughs> blader does would you like to make a perception check okay Hyla, Bladra, there's something else that's wrong with this painting. The Lady of the Harvest isn't alone. Hyla, what you see is deeper in the field, there's another woman. It's, it's her. It's Lero Travental, the stern-faced maid. She's in the painting. I had a feeling. But that's not what you see, Tarasque Bladra. Far in the background of the painting, there's trees, a forest on the edge of the field, and there's a figure standing, watching Lero and the Lady of the Harvest. They're tall, dark, wearing heavy, heavy clothes with big golden eyes golden eyes that you recognize because you turn your head Bladra and look directly at Harrow Reaver he's in the painting Harrow looks at Bladra did you see something? no uh, he said no let's get to solving this then Harrow, would you like to take the painting? Yeah. Blade. Okay. Uh, when he goes to take the painting, I think Blade puts a hand on his shoulder. Can I help you? 
That was hasty. Um, explain. Are you really Harrow? Torelli's eyes widen and he looks. And I think at this point, Hyla, you notice Harrow in the painting as well. That's a pointed question. Oh, interesting. Bladra, will you tell me what a pointed question is? Uh, because Blager is uh, the, what is, interrogator? Mm-hmm. And I can have, I can ask a question that is, that is just that direct that they need to answer. Does that work if Harrow doesn't understand what Blager is saying? I think you do understand what he's saying is the problem, Harrow Reaver. I think you've been <laughs> able to understand him from the very start, haven't you? Yeah. Would you like to make a... A diplomacy check, Pledra. Yeah, one sec. Hyla, you don't know what they're saying, but you have noticed the piercing eyes of Harrow Reaver in the painting. And the eyes of the man standing right next to you. Hyla isn't looking at um, Reaver, the one that's next to her. I don't think she's saying anything right now. Except watching and going to react when something does happen. So we're not going to use your will, DC, Harrow. Oh, why not? Because you're not Harrow, are you? It's a bit complicated. With a 32, you must directly answer the question. It doesn't have to be truthful, but Blade will have a plus two on his perception checks to see if you're lying. What do you say, Harrow Reaver? You are asking if I am Aram or not? <laughs> of course I am. Who else would I be? Would that just be a perception check? Yep. That's not your friend. Your game is up. Who are you? You must not be very close friends with this Aram. You'd think you'd have noticed earlier. I was a little more focused on trying to find the fucking painting. Um, Bladra is, um, Bladra unsheaths his, um, cane, and he's like, None of that matters. Stand down. You're a lovely group. I really was hoping you would just do my job for me and be silent while I sat back and killed you all. After you'd cut me the painting. You really had to make it hard, didn't you? At least you cleared the rest of the building for me. How about we not drag this on anymore, and I'll make quick work of you, yes? You could be my new artwork. Reaver, you melt into a pool of blood, and the thing that's standing in that pool is not you. What emerges from the pool is a frightening creature. It looks like a giant pile of raw chicken. It has arms and legs like a person, but... Its head is almost like that of a frog, and it has three pairs of arms. The lowest pair of arms are the longest, which it uses to crawl like a gorilla using its knuckles. Then it has a pair of normal human arms, its fingers dripping with blood. And from that disgusting frog-like mouth, uh, head, from that disgusting frog-like head comes the final pair of arms from your eye sockets. And in the palms are two awful eyeballs the blood painter 
the creature that's been stalking this house, trying to find a way to get the Lady of the Harvest, obsessed with its beauty, but unable to get her to reveal herself until all of the ghosts in this place were destroyed, now stands before you, Hyla, Bladra, and Torelli. Here, and Ritz, you can control the Blood Painter. <gasps> Yay! And I need each of you to roll me initiative. So, top of the order is gonna be the blood painter. It is your, it's you. The thing that's been pretending to be Harrow for the last hour or two. You are here to kill these people now that they've done your job and helped you finally locate the Lady of the Harvest. That pesky painting just wouldn't stay still until you actually went through this entire place. And goodness knows you weren't going to do that yourself. Yeah, yeah. Now's your chance to paint these fellows red. What do you do? You've got three actions. I do. Let me take a look at these delicious fucking actions. Ooh, I like this. I am going to slash at Hyla. Mmm. <laughs> That's a crit. That is a 38 to hit. That is a crit and a half, my friend. Um. Ooh. Ooh. That's gonna be 58. Holy shit. is 58 damage, and you are bleeding badly. Blood okay. is spilling out of you. Um. He clawed at you, and from uh, your shoulder to your chest, blood is spilling squirting out of you horribly. It feels really bad. Um, how are you doing? Great. Well, Blood Painter, you have two actions left now. What do you do? Now I can dab on these fucking haters. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use a dab, and I'm going to need a will save from you, Hyla. 30. That saves. Ah, uh, so no effect. Okay. Uh, Hyla, for a moment, you can't help but look helplessly as this creature is just pulling on. I will actually say, real fast, Hyla does not take all of that damage. Mm-hmm. Because you... Some of that attack is blocked. Blocked by Torelli Bladra, who uses Glimpse of Redemption. Blood Painter, as Torelli is looking at you with these horrified eyes and he sees you getting ready to hit uh, Hyla, his gaze narrows. And for a moment, you feel unsure of yourself. You have two options. Give in to your guilt and don't hit Hyla. Or hit Hyla, but feel that divine anger bearing down on you. Fuck the divine. I beat the shit out of Hyla. (laughs) Okay. So, Hyla, you will uh, take Torelli's level plus two worth of uh, resistance. So you mm-hmm. have ten more HP than that. Nice! Okay. Um, and in the return, Blood Painter, you are enfeebled for a round. Oh, no. You feel yourself hesitating ever so slightly. Doesn't make sense. Okay. Why would you? But then again, this is a redeemer of Shellen, and you do admire her work. <laughs> that is true. 
Um, you have one action left now. What do you do, Blood Painter? Uh, ooh. Isn't that lovely? Ooh, isn't that lovely? Um, my claw has a range of 10 feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna attack Torelli. Fuck that guy. Okay. It's gonna be on a minus four for me. Take that. I hate gay people. 30. That is a hit. Roll me that damage. That's gonna be 16 damage. And he's bleeding. Yes, he is. Not great for Torelli. Um, he lets out a... Ugh! as your freakishly long arms sweep across the field. And that is your turn, right? Yes. T. Bladra, it is your turn. The monster that pretended to be Harrow is really hitting Hyla and Torelli. Um, Hyla looks badly wounded by this, but Torelli will probably be able to take care of her. What do you do? Um, Bladra is going to... He's going to devise a stratagem. Okay, this will be a free action because you have been searching for the Lady of the Harvest this entire time. Uh-huh. And obviously this creature. And that would be, would that be occultism or religion or? Uh, against this thing, this would definitely be occultism. Okay, here you go. So you know that blood painters have uh, the ability to paint. Um, when it has fresh blood applied to a claw that it does have, it can uh, apply expend the blood to paint an illusion such as illusory creature, illusory disguise, illusory object, or mirror image, um, which must be how he disguised himself as Harrow. It uses blood to cast spells. Fun. Does it, does, uh, do they have blood on their claw right now? Hyla's blood. Do you think that I could do the thing that I didn't uh, do something that I didn't have time to do last uh, session because the the bad guy died um, and pull out my water skin to try and wash the blood off of his claw? <laughs> are, you pulling out, are you pulling out a water skin and just splashing his fucking hand? Yeah. Okay. I'll need you to make me an attack roll, I think, to throw it. That's fine. But remember, you can do this with your device of strategy. Okay, 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 okay. So I'm going to see if that, that'll do anything. Mm. Wait, do I have blood on my claws from just slashing? Yeah, that's how it works. If you give so, if you dabbed. I'd failed at dabbing. Oh, wait, I failed the will save at dabbing. Yeah, she failed the will save, but you still have... You, still you fail at dabbing. dabbing every day, my brother. <laughs> Kill yourself. Kill yourself now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if this will do that. And if it doesn't, then I won't. A miss? A mi- it would be a miss unless you were flanking. So if you spent your turn running behind him, flanking Wahila, pulling it out, and then splashing his hand while you do so, it would work. Then I'll do that. So in Bladra's head, you see like a, a, a diagram of actions kind of forming. You are pulling uh, him into his mind palace. Oh my God. He calculates the exact right angle he needs to be standing at, at the exact right time. He pulls out his water flask and he throws it as hard as he can at the blood painter's hand and it works and it splashes onto his the blood diluting it enough that it won't make for good paint anymore um okay blade that is your turn hyla it is your turn oh god it hurts and you get a weird chill up your back you don't know what that's about but oh god it hurts um i have an action that i can do from i think my feet that's right. Chroma therapy. Mm-hmm. That's correct. 
Um, uh, will you tell me what chromotherapy does? You firmly believe in the technique of strengthening, one, of strengthening one's life force, spiritual energies, and bodily fluids through the application of colored light. Uh, when using a torch lantern or other artificial light source to illuminate an area in dim light or darker, uh, you can use a combination of alchemical reagents, medicinal components, um, and color lenses to turn that light into one of seven colors, allowing you to help an ally recover from persistent damage. That's such a fun name. Yep. It is very cool. It's also a real, <laughs> like, occult thing. Yeah. This whole place is very dim, um, so I will allow it to work. Yeah. Um, what is it? What is your light source? What are you using to shine this light on you? Well, um, can I use the light bouncing off of the mirrors? Okay. And do you just hold a lens and like refract the light onto your bleeding shoulders? Yes. <laughs> okay. Hyla, you stumble back, kind of shine some light through the mirrors with maybe like a little bit of ambient glow from your tattoos. And it shines back and forth between the mirrors so fast. You hold up a green, you hold up that lens and it shines onto your wound. And the green light promotes blood flow in a way that helps to clot wounds, attempting to end persistent bleed damage. This is an assisted recovery. Um, this is two actions. At the end of your turn, you'll make a flat check and the DC will be reduced dramatically. Okay. You have one action left. What do you do? She's going to use her one focus point for her hex. Okay, what hex? Veil of Dreams. And what does Veil of Dreams do? You draw the target into a drowsy state, causing daydreams and sluggishness. Target must attempt a will save. Okay. Ritz, I'm gonna need a will save. Damn. And that's a failure! That's a 25! Alright. <laughs> so, for on the failure, um, target takes a minus one stat, penalty to perception, attack rolls, and will saves. Penalty increases to minus two for will saves against sleep effects. And... Uh, anytime the target uses a concentrate action, it must succeed at a DC5 flat check or the action is disrupted. Hmm. Very fun! Okay. Pila, uh, it is the end of your turn. Mm -hmm. um, you will now make a flat check to see if you're still bleeding. Uh, will you roll me a d20, please? 17. There we go, Hyla. You are no longer bleeding. <sighs> nice Fucker. work. Um, that chromotherapy actually did it. Your wounds literally cr uh, close over. Okay. You're good. And then a hand on your shoulder says, you're better than good. Come on. And you feel healing energy pulse through you as Torelli Blader casts Lay on Hands on you. Oh, I think it is. Um, so you are going to restore 24 healing. Ooh, yay. As vitality energy soothes into your body. And on top of that, Lay on Hands has a very fun ride-on effect. And that ride-on effect is that your AC is going to be boosted for a turn. Yeah, thank God. Which means that you will maybe be harder for the blood painter to use for paint. With his next action, he's going to not move from where he is. He's actually fine where he is because Ritz. The, yeah. the blood painter is not the only one with range. Fuck. This glaive has glaive. a reach as well. I hate glaive this bitch. Has 10 feet, I remember. I love a white man. I hate this white twink. <laughs> oh, I hate this shit. white twink. <laughs> Everyone's laughing when the nerd husband comes on the journey until he gets a nat 20 to strike you. <laughs> I fucking hate the nerd husband. Um, <laughs> um, okay, 35 damage. He stabs you once and gritting his teeth, he stabs you again. And this time it is a 20. That is a miss, right? Yeah, he misses. Okay. 
Um, and that is going to be his turn. And then a chill goes up his back too. And a chill goes up Bladra's back. And Blood Painter, even you, you feel a chill go up your back. Why am I chilling? I'm evil. It's not you. It's the mirrors. Woo. All of you as you're fighting, your reflections in the mirrors stop fighting and turn their Pardon? heads to look at all of you. And then they walk out of the mirrors. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, okay. Bladra. Hyla. Torelli. And even you, Blood Painter. Four reflections emerge. And the first one, Bladra, is by you. And it looks exactly like you, except it's just got this dead expression. Wow, so and different. It, okay. It takes out its uh, cane and it smacks at you. That is a 35 to hit. Uh, that's a crit, actually. That's 24 bludgeoning damage as he smacks at you with his cane. Yeah, I guess you could do that. I, I guess you could. The next one attacks the blood painter. Uh. A 35. That's not a crit. Yeah, that's a 35. Uh, that, is a, that is a crit because you are flanked on all sides. Oh, fuck me. That's going to be 24 damage. God forbid a blood painter do anything. <laughs> the next one is going to try hit you, Hyla. As this mirror changeling walks forward, reaching for you, ready to claw at your throat. And that is a 19. Miss. The last one is going to go for Torelli. And that is going to be a nat one. Ooh. Torelli yells, and I think he kicks at the thing, and um, that is going to cause it to get a bad jam. It is clumsy and enfeebled too, and that is going to be their turn. They seem to be acting much slower than you guys. Next in the order is going to be the Blood Painter. This was not something you were expecting. You didn't know this would happen. You just want that beautiful painting. You don't care who you have to murder to get it. You want to inflict that curse on the world. You did not know that the mirrors were going to come to life. Uh, you have three actions. What do you do? Man, he's fucking... He's tired of Torelli. Torelli specifically earned his ire. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's a miss, isn't it? A 23. He blocks your attack with his glaive. He's surprisingly good with it. I think he's going to sidestep just so he isn't double flanked because that fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. uh, and then he's going to attack Bladra because okay. he hasn't gotten to yet. That's going to be a 25. That is my AC. I hurt you when I kill you. That's going to be 26 damage. Okay. And you're bleeding. Awesome. Yes, and you're bleeding persistently. Next in the order, Bladra, it's your turn. What do you do? Uh, the blood painter is seemingly panicking a little bit um, as the uh, reflections are ganging up on it from all sides. I think he's going to devise a stratagem. Okay. Okay. Um, you can tell that this thing's weakest save is probably its fortitude save. Look at how gangly and weird its body is. It's not going to be able to survive heavy hits to its body. The fuck, man? Don't body shame me. Um, okay, Damn. then Bladra is going to try and... I, I think he's going to try and strike, or see if it'd be a good idea to strike. Okay. No. 
Um, then I think that he's gonna use an action to yell to Torelli uh, what his weakest save is. Then I think, uh, yeah, I think he's gonna try and investigate the mirrors. Okay, make me an occultism check. Okay, so these mirrors dare a haunt. If you destroy the mirrors themselves, it'll get rid of the reflection. Um, okay. I think he's gonna try and break the mirror. That doesn't count as attacking the other thing. Like yeah, that, yeah, that would no, be a different type of diff- attack. This right? is a different thing than your Griffin King, than what you were trying to do with your devise uh, stratagem. Yeah. Uh, can I use the Griffin King for that? Yeah, absolutely. Just smash into that fucking mirror next to you. Okay. Um, it it's still it okay. I don't have a hero point. Awesome. Um. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, Bladra. Uh, as you are swinging your cane into the mirror, ready to catch it, your hand is caught by the reflection, Bladra, who just grabs your wrist and stares at you as he is grappling you. Let go of me. Let go of me. So you are grabbed. And Hyla, it is your turn. Uh, Jesus Christ, everything is happening. Um... Hyla, as you are getting ready, uh, Torelli uh, listens to uh, Tarask's shout, and he turns to you and says, uh, My husband says to uh, attack its body, not its mind or its speed. Oh, oh okay. Okay, got it. I got it. And then she immediately casts a spell. Okay, which one? Soundburst. Oh, shit. You, okay, how does this look? How does this work? Um, the hand that has, like, the uh, the constellation on it, she points it towards a, a corner behind the uh, the blood painter, and sort of twists it so it, the force behind it kind of contracts. Mm. And once it releases, it uh, causes a sound burst that will hopefully catch it and the mirrors. Oh, that's very clever. Okay, yeah, this will affect the mirror, won't it? Yes, I need a fortune save. So, uh, blood painter, uh, make me a fortune save, please. 22. That is a fail. So you will take the full damage and you are deafened for one round. Fuck you. <laughs> um, and on top of that, uh, the reflection near Blader will need to roll as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a crit failure from the reflection. Okay, um, so. And the mirror, last but not least, the mirror gets a 33. Okay, well then that saves. Okay, well roll me that damage. Yeah, the mirror takes half damage, so that is six, five? Okay, six six damage to the mirror and And to the reflection. That actually destroys the Bladra reflection in one go. There's an explosion of glass, and that Bladra is gone. Oh, okay. The real Bladra is no longer grabbed. Yay. And Blood Painter, you take 11 sonic damage, and you're deafened. Hyla, you have one action left. What do you do? Um, She is going to put the hand on uh, Torelli. And cast Guidance. Okay. Um, spiritual Guidance shoots through Torelli and his eyes glow golden. And he nods and he takes careful aim. He's going to stab directly into the Blood Painter. And that would be a miss if you weren't being flanked by Bladra. The combination of you being off guard and Torelli being buffed by Guidance means that he turns a narrow miss into a hit. And that is going to be 16 piercing damage. And you're left with 69 HP! Let's go! Hey. Torelli grits his teeth, strikes again. Oh, that's a critical miss, Torelli. Oh, dear. In harm's way, 
he is going to be enfeebled too. How do you enfeeble him, Blood Painter? How do you enfeeble him? I think that it's it's just really hard to hit something with a lot of arms because there's just so many ways to block it. Mm. Uh, and so I think when Tarly tries to strike him, he uh, kind of grabs his glaive and kind of thrusts it back on him. Mm. Ouch. Okay. Maybe it like hits him right in the sternum or something. Yeah, it doesn't like it doesn't. It's not like damage, but it's like oh. Yeah, it's a it's an ouch. Um, he lets out a gasp of pain, and as he stumbles back, he's going to continue bleeding pretty badly, uh, meaning that he takes six more bleed damage. And uh, your lay on hands ends, Hyla. You're no longer protected. However, it is now the reflection's turn, and one of the reflections is going to go for uh, the blood painter, and that is a 34 to hit. It hits. That's going to be 14 damage. Ouch. The Hyla one is going to go for you, Hyla. Mm-hmm. Tries to claw at you some more. And that is a 19 to hit. Again, that's a miss. Oh, I think it is. It's okay. And the last one, the Torelli one, is going to go for Torelli. And that is going to be... 31 to hit. That is a hit against Torelli. That's nine damage to him. The reflections clamor and uh, struggle against the real ones as the party tries to take down this strange, awful aberration. All the while, the Lady of the Harvest watches on. Blood Painter, it's your turn. You're starting to get very badly injured. What do you do? I think that he is going to dab Bladra. Okay. So give me... Okay, we'll save Bladra, please. Fail. Uh, you are now fascinated with me. Okay. He has your blood, Bladra. He has your blood. So you're fascinated. Bladra, fuck the mirrors, fuck everything else. You can only look at this guy. You're completely zoned in on the blood painter. Okay. You have two actions left, blood painter. What do you do? Fuck this. I want to paint. I want to use my paint action. Okay, what are you going to paint? I want to paint an illusory creature. Okay, what kind of illusory creature? Can I make another me? Oh, Jesus. You paint a second blood painter? I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, you paint a horrible, bloody version of yourself, which stands beside you and lets out a weird creaking noise. You can control it like a minion. Last action. Fuck this other mirror image of me. Uh, I... He annoys me, so I'm going to try and attack it. I okay. don't think that the blood painter saw Bladra like break the mirror. Mm-hmm. That is going to be a twenty-three. Uh, unfortunately, twenty-three is going to be a miss. Ritz, uh, the blood painter, uh, it shoots out an arm and kind of like tries to hit into the reflection, but it misses. Bladra, it is your turn. You are only able to uh, do actions that are about the blood painter right now. That's fine because I'll just devise a stratagem. Okay. Yeah, I'm afraid you literally just don't know anything about this thing. Uh, it might be able to split itself into two, like a shadow, like to make this new blood painting version of a blood painter into a real monster, and maybe you should be focusing it. But right now you're too fascinated on the original to really think about that too hard. Okay, I'm going to try and attack 30. A 30 will be a hit. 13. Okay, very nice. You slam into the blood painter. Um, and then I'm going to just try and figure out as much as I can about him. 
Yeah, no, I'm sorry. You just, at this point, you have no idea. It's really hard to tell. Um, I don't really have anything else I can do, so. You can smack me again. You can keep attacking. Nope. Mm-mm. You can't trick me. You can't <laughs> okay. trick me into failing. Actually, can I change my grip to two hand? Uh, yeah, sure. You can You can change your grip to two hand. Yeah, then I'll hold do that. Hold that thing like a baseball bat. <laughs> is that your turn? Yeah. Okay. Hyla, it is your turn. Uh, Bladra, you are still bleeding. Oh, wait, no, you're, you're no longer bleeding. Yay! Huzzah. Huzzah. Hyla, it is your turn. The Blood Painter is looking weaker and weaker. Like, one good attack sh might be enough to knock him out. Or at least leave him weak enough for Turali to pick off. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> well, here's a move that I have that I have wanted to use for Hyla for a long time. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Moonlight Ray. Oh, shit. Whoa. That's one of my faves. Okay. You're going to kill America's favorite blood painter. <laughs> I don't I don't know if he is. I think he is. I think he's a star. Hyla, describe this to me and make me that attack roll. Um, I think the constellation on her arm, like, glows a little bit, as well as the crystal that's uh, around her neck. She holds out a palm and... A ray of silvery moonlight emanates from like a small sort of a small light orb at the uh, base of her pump. Mm -hmm. And it shoots out. 32. Uh, that will be a hit. Roll me that damage. 20. 20 cold damage. As it sears into your body, Blood Painter, you are doing not so great. So much of what she can do in one action. Good kick it. I'm sure she can fucking punch it. <laughs> Do not punch me. <laughs> oh, I don't really think there's anything else I can do except for punch. I go on. What, is he... <laughs> what do you mean, I go on? <laughs> no way. Okay, it was 24. It's a miss, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. You do troll punch, but it doesn't land. It's, uh, the blood painter is pulling back and hissing and screaming. Close enough. And it's Torelli's turn. Torelli grits his teeth, and he locks eyes with you, blood painter. And he says, You know, Mr. Blood Painter, I don't think I like you very much. He trusts forward with his glaive. That is a 34 to hit. Yeah, that fucking hits. <laughs> That's 11 damage. And he's going to try attack again. And that is a 26, which would be a miss if you weren't off guard. You meddling fucking investigator. And that's 14 more damage. T. Bladra, Hyla, and Torelli, how do the tree of you end up doing this? Because Bladra, you need to you need to distract him from being flanked. Uh Torelli needs to, uh, obviously land the final blow, and Hyla, you open him up. How does this work? I think that Bladra is going to try and distract him by, like, acting like he's going to throw water on his hand again. Like, trying to distract him with, like, ruining his paint again. Okay. Uh, the blood painter, despite itself, turns and gives its attention to you, snarling and pulling its hand back. Hyla, Now's a chance to give uh, Torelli the perfect opening. What do you do? Um, I think she kind of restrains it as she, like, grabs one of the arms, 
she grabs one of the arms, pulls it towards her, and then kicks it like at like the uh, the shoulder, whichever shoulder it is, so that way it kind of holds still in a grip. And as uh, the blood painter turns now, screeching and its awful hand eyes looking down at you, Torelli surges forward and stabs right in the side, piercing through its abdomen and out of its chest. The blood painter lets out a final scream before collapsing into a pool of blood on the ground, as does the other. And for a moment, you are all left now in this room with those reflections. But the reflections just step backwards into the mirror. The danger is gone. And they don't need to protect the Lady of the Harvest anymore. Ow. Bladris sort of, uh, he, he's got his hands up, like, he's got his hands up, like, he's going to, um, take the painting, but he looks back at Hyla, and he's like, he puts a thumbs up, like, he's questioning, is this okay, or are you gonna, like, do you mind if I try this? She blinks at Bladra and looks at the painting, and I guess she, she shrugs, and she's like, worth a shot? Let's try and he tries to take the painting down. As you do, there's a weird sighing noise. It kind of goes through the house, like the floorboards are settling. The walls are shaking and then going still. The windows rattle, the timber creaks. The lights seem to flare. And there's a flash of light in the room. And Harrow Reaver, you are on your hands and knees. And you have no idea what just happened. A moment ago, you were in the foyer. And then you, there was uh. a creaking behind you. And then this happened. And along with you is Lero. Lero Treventhal, the woman. And she looks equally confused. Hey, Harrow, how are you doing, buddy? What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Uh, Harrow looks very bewildered. Um, he, uh, he's, he's, like, looking up at, like, Bladra and, uh, Torelli and Hyla, uh... Who are all, by the way, like, extremely bloody and extremely in pain. Yeah, holy shit. Um, uh, <laughs> Hera was like, uh, Mr. Detective Bladra, I... But Miss Hyla, I... Are you... Torelli, are you okay? Uh... Tell me uh, something only the real Harrow Reaver would know. What's... Wait, oh, um, my. Just points his glaive at you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, uh, Mr. Torelli, are you implying I am not myself? Uh, wait, can you understand me? Oh my god. What? Oh, thank fuck. Yes? Thank fucking god. Um, there is something pretending to be you. How many kids do I have? Two? Okay. They're very lovely. Um, thank you. <laughs> they are. Um, Hyla, are. Are you all right? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. Oh, my God. I can actually say... Okay. <laughs> I can actually say what's on my mind. Thank God. So, what was your curse, Hyla? Hers was that she couldn't say things... She couldn't, like, um, answer things directly. Which uh. is why she was always like, Ah, maybe. Eh. <laughs> or just really straight funny. up... It was straight up lying or going, eh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the reason you got a hero point earlier when you pointed the pedestal is because I was like, what's wrong? And I was expecting you to go, nothing. But you were like, eh? And then you pointed at it and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> I 
It wasn't a direct. It wasn't a direct thing. She didn't say, "Oh no, it's that." It was, "Oh no, you know the trick of the mirrors and everything." But uh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Is, is this why you are all injured? Uh, yeah. There was a blood painter. Oh, and what is that? It, it's like a monster that paints with blood. It's, it's kind of straightforward, but it's big and scary and. It and, took the form of you. And has quite the unhealthy obsession with art. And has had quite the obsession with uh, the Lady of the Harvest. How oh, horrible. Uh, Lero, are you okay? Um, yes? <laughs> what was all that about? What do you mean? How did we get up? Oh dear, yes. I'm going to have to report back to the council and say that this museum is perhaps an ill adventure. You were in the painting. I'm going mm -hmm. to the council immediately. Ah. Uh, 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 maybe, hold on, we can maybe still <laughs> go through this all. Um. Uh, Turley, I'm like in pain. Yeah, Turley comes up to you. I'll pray over you. I am so confused. Thanks. We'll fill you in back in Absalom. But for now, why don't we get out of here? Yeah, that's a good idea. As the tree of you are leaving, Hyla, you look over your shoulder and you see the Lady of the Harvest. It's not floating anymore, it's just on the floor. But was the woman in the painting always smiling? Um, I think before she leaves, Hyla, like, pokes at the painting to see if it does anything strange. No. Just a regular, smiling painting. Well, Instead of leaving it on the floor, I think she puts it up somewhere. And then runs after the group. Ultimately, it is decided that perhaps the Ravengrove Folk Museum, if it is to go forward, won't include the Lady of the Harvest. It's strange. Why did she take Harrow? Perhaps that thing that was creaking behind him meant him harm before it took his position. It withdrew as soon as the blood painter was gone, and the mirrors left with it. Maybe it was just protecting its own home. Protecting the family of ghosts that lived there. It's best not to go prying. Harrow, Torelli, and Tarask. The three of you are about to leave by putting the file back into the folio when Hyla kind of jogs up to you in the rainy moonlight by Ravengrove's Edge. What do you guys say to each other before parting ways? You are not too badly injured, right? Oh, no. Um, I was able to do some medicine on myself. Um, my mom helped with that, and I also know Vital Beacon, so I can uh, at least heal myself a little bit. Very good, Miss Hyra. I, I travel alone a lot, so I always make sure I have backup plans. Fair enough. But um, I wanted to thank you and thank everybody that thank you on in be and thank you in behalf of everyone in Ravengrow. It's really not a problem. Most of that thanks belongs to Mister and Mister Blazerock. Well, <laughs> and you as well. <laughs> well, I was mostly the adventure that was supposed to do this job alone. <laughs> um, 
Can you imagine how that would have gone if you had been alone? <laughs> That's another Jeez. thing. Now that I mention it, uh, now that we mention it, um, I don't know if I would have left if you guys didn't pop up mysteriously with your little archives. I'm glad we were able to show up on your doorstep then. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, where are you guys headed next? You know? Well, back home. Hopefully. Probably, probably through another file. <laughs> if you're ever in Absalom, I have an office in the puddles. It's Blager, it's uh, Detective Blager, private investigator. It's not hard <laughs> to find me. Not it. Um, and if you guys are ever around Ustalov again or around the Raven Girl area, I'm sometimes here, but mm -hmm. I'm also trying to figure out research magic stuff. <laughs> That's fair enough. Whenever I go back home, I will check if you're around. And you said you're only 110 over, right? Yes. Hmm. Maybe I'll visit. Are you sure? Please do. Well, you say you're a traveler, right? Yes. And traveler, wanderer, sometimes I join group to group, but it's always been uh, just me. Because a lot of my focus has been on my magic. That's fair. I was pretty solitary um, until more recently. Um, it is weird that this is the second group that I have been in, but um, if you want to go to Absalom now, I think that the file could take you through. It acts kind of weird. And, I mean... She immediately perks up and her eyes are sparkling <laughs> from under her hood since it's raining. She says, Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, why don't we take you to dinner, too? It'll be on <laughs> Okay, um, give me, like, what, do I have to pack? I'm pretty sure I have to pack. I have you bags, probably, actually. You should probably grab things that you'd need. Right, I don't yes. mind staying here right Right. Now. Yeah, I should probably tell my parents. Um, do you guys want to meet my parents? <laughs> sure. sure. I'm awesome. Yeah, why not? <laughs> They're nice. Parents, They're very nice. Like you. What? Uh, <laughs> no, actually, um, no. Uh, <laughs> it's a funny story with me. Uh, don't worry. I am not. I, I am I'm not surprised by I'm I'm not shocked by any strange parental stories. Yeah, well that's fair. Well, uh long story short, um as you may know, I am a changeling, so my mother is a hag night hag. Mm. So my well, father the father at my home is my actual father. Um he survived. He's fine. Mm. Okay. And he remarried Yay. and has very lovely kids. It is wonderful. I am definitely down to meet your family before we go. I'd hate to whisk you away without letting him know where you're going. Oh, it's wonderful. He definitely loves adventures. He was an adventurer himself, by the way. I, we should walk and talk, actually. I don't want to keep uh, you guys in the know, rain. Let's go. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> I'm used to the rain, though. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, you get used to it, especially when you live here. But anyway. It, yeah, it floods <laughs> every day where my office is. I am quite so wet. sorry. That's fine. Do you guys do you have foundation at your, uh, your offices? 
oh, I thought you meant makeup. And I was like, it's blue. I don't think that would fit you. <laughs> the, the, the building foundation. Uh, uh, we've done some renovations. It's not great, though. Well. Hyla, Tarask, Torelli, and Harrow Reaver. The four of you go to meet Hyla's parents. You have a lovely meal with them. Discuss future adventures. And then you're whisked away back to Absalom by the files using the method that Bladger you have dubbed the Somnambulist's Bridge. The next time you go on an adventure through the files in the Dark Archive, you will do so as a party of three, not two. And who knows when next you'll see stories of time travel, cults, pacts with otherworldly beings, and far stranger things. But when you do see them, you won't be alone. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.